This is Stephanie in the waiting room. It's Petey Nim. And DJ Peter Lowe. The guest we are going to meet this time is Lai Francis. Let's meet them quickly. Hello, Lai. I'm Lai Francis. It's so great to be here. I am always here. I'm known as the girl group enthusiast. I'm pretty sure I said that so many times. And I'm just glad to be here in the vibes with the K-pop cast fam. Woo! Nice to meet you. Please say hello to your fans who you miss. Hello to all my facts and all of the K-pop cast listeners. Thank you so much for joining into this episode. I'm so excited to talk about ITZY's first studio album, Crazy in Love. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This week, we're here to talk about ITZY's Loco. And Swipe. Wow. I heard that this is your third time appearing on the K-pop cast. Congratulations! Thank you! Thank you! (laughs) I can't wait to dive in and talk to you more about one of our favorite girl groups. It's also one of my favorite girl groups. Uh, And this is going to be, obviously, a big milestone in their career. So, uh, this is the first album. There are 16 tracks, 10 new tracks. Yep. 10 new tracks with the title song both sung in Korean and in English and then the six extra tracks are all instrumentals that we could play around and do remixes with so there's that a total of 16 tracks Mm. (laughs) all right well let's dive in for this episode of the K-pop cast is ITZY's Crazy in Love Daybok or not away PD Nim on uh, what's the background on this album? Yeah so like we said we're talking about ITZY and their album Crazy in Love the title track being Loco and their kind of like secondary title track being Swipe. This follows you know yes. their last album the title track being Mafia in the Morning. We covered that. Go check out that episode. Lies also in that episode right? Yeah and so if you want more of like it like about their last EP go check that out. Um, but I think it, we also have to note this follows one of their best collaborations ever, <laughs> which was Icebreak. <laughs> I don't know if you guys guys saw or sorry, Break the Ice featuring. I think it was what was it? One of like the the comedians. It was their yeah, their summer Kim song. Young. Yeah, it was their summer song. Basically, they was a, a, meant to like uh, raise money for I think you know, families who are suffering from COVID nineteen. So this doesn't like technically follow Mafia. This follows that song, um, but um, it's their first full-length album. So this is the first time they've ever done that before. You know, so 16 tracks, technically like mostly instrumentals, but <laughs> it's, it's still their their first full album. Hey, I appreciate having those instrumental tracks on albums. That's true. It's useful yeah. for people like me who for like, our resident DJ. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have that. It's good to make. Those crack videos that go on YouTube, you know, what those mm-hmm. fan videos. So that's finally yeah. there. And remixes, obviously. Ah, so, yes. of course. Good old DJ K pop crack videos. Yep. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the last thing is just to kind of put it into perspective about where this comeback fits into JYP's 
whole plan is this is their first full length album before the debut of JYP's new girl group. So they're their blind package girl group. So it's it's interesting that we have this whole album that's kind of like putting putting a stamp on like the end of Itzy's kind of first phase of their development. You know, they're all they're all adults now. They're they're no longer teenagers. And then after we're gonna get a new girl group from JYP. So it's really after this project, it would be really interesting to see where they go because they could really go anywhere at this point. Yeah, to to write off of that, you know, this this Friday, I mean, the Friday, October first, Twice is releasing their first U.S. single, and yeah. that is pretty much a sign of them. Just obviously, they have that status to go global. Obviously, they have already been in the industry for almost six years, and then you have Itzy, who's nearing their third year and has already a slew of achievements under their belt. Um, and ha- are global ambassadors for so many brands as well. So to have a, a new girl group that's blind packaged with their album already selling out with, you know, no details, right. uh, it shows. <laughs> Name alone. Yeah. Like there's, there's no information on it. It goes to show how, how consistent JYP has been with making, creating girl groups. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's been doing a great job. Throughout the generations of um, the Wonder Girls, girl groups. yeah, Wonder Girls, you <laughs> know, Miss A. I'm still Miss Miss A. Yeah, um, come back, Miss A. Everyone does. Yeah, Miss A. If ever you're listening, come back, please. Um, <laughs> and then you know you already see it with Twice, and then Itzy, and then now with this new group, and you you also see it with Nitsu, right? The Japanese, the Japanese group, which I also like. So there's that. It's it's really good to see that there's this consistency going on. So yeah, it's it's an exciting time to be JYP. <laughs> I think so. And two PM especially back, if which you're is in a girl group, right? Yes. But, yeah. Mm. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, no shade on Stray Kids. Obviously, they're killing it. Right <laughs> I now love too. Stray Kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Stray Kids. Or or exciting and also maybe worrisome. Because I I know with with JYP structure they have like individual labels that are in charge of each group, but mm. you you still have to wonder with with JYP debuting a new girl group what that will mean for Itzy as far as like where where budgets are allocated and things like that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I I would assume it would be about the same. They would maintain that mm-hmm. whatever that's they the got, hope, right? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. With with Itzy, with uh, the amount of projects they've had, and all of these collaborations or these ambassador roles that they have, I think they're they're racking it up. I think it's a good follow up to you know God Seven, what God Seven did, what Twice mm-hmm. has done, and what Stray Kids is, especially with the with them being the 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 record breaking album selling uh, artist of JYP as of last month. Uh, so I think with well. It's all about, I think there's no budget at this point <laughs> with, with all the artists, which is pretty impressive because, you know, we, we saw how we saw there's a concept trailer for this whole album, right? There's, I don't think I've ever, I mean, we've seen trailers here and there for some comebacks, mm-hmm. um, but that comeback trailer for Crazy in Love was pretty, was pretty grandiose. That was, that was pretty big. Um, so I, I think uh, at this point, JYP has no limits in terms of what is coming up with their artists now uh, and mm-hmm. what's to come and what they want to produce. 
At least that's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. So, just, so, it, just so it, we he can... doesn't have to be worried. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I, I think they're, they've already <laughs> secured their spot, like, you know, in terms of, like, just production value following, like... Mm -hmm. If they if they maintain the the measured success that they've got, I think they're good. So yeah. Um, anyway, so just so we can contextualize a little bit more for these two songs, local loco and swipe. Earlier, we were saying that this is sort of like the end of chapter one, uh, or or like the what the adolescent chapter. So does this mean like from here they're going to go into more grown up things, or is this like meant to be like? Like who's the target audience, right? Like who, you know, yeah. What's the persona of itch of itchy with these two songs? Like in terms of like, are they elder teens? Are they like <laughs> high school, teens. college? I, I don't know. Like you know, like where 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 are they? You know, in that career because we, we talk about it twice and how they're like okay, they've graduated onto the next yeah. stage. So where yeah. where is itchy in that overall journey with with these songs? Um. So when. I've, I've talked to them a couple of times and I tell them how each comeback really represents a stage in a teenager's life and how mm -hmm. they interpret love, how they interpret self-confidence and how they f discover more about themselves. So with these two tracks, it follows Mafia in the Morning at some point. The way I analyzed it was Mafia in the Morning, we knew that they were internally kind of holding in this this feeling of wanting someone or or wanting to love someone right and then it it's so eerie the sound of the song and then when mm -hmm. you come into loco it's like a burst of energy that they couldn't hold anymore from mafia in the morning so all that feeling is not them just thinking about it it's acting upon it right now mm. so that's what that's how i interpret it they're acting on how to what to do with their feelings. So that's why in the concept trailer, they hold a different kind of love. Um, they represent some different kind of love or a, an act of crazy, be, an act of being crazy in love, right? Mm -hmm. You see Yeji, right? She has, she's all over the place when she bakes a cake. <laughs> Leah, she's always consuming this book, but she's obsessive with the thought or whatever she's consuming with love in the book. Or that, that idea that's being presented to her. Yujin, on the other hand, she's like the clingy type of love that's obsessive. Uh, mm. Cheryong seems to be the one that who is madly in love with herself. Or like obsessive. And then Yuna seems to be like the stalker obsessive type of love. So they all represent some type of love. Some type of behavior when you are crazy in love with someone. Or even just yourself. But as for, on the other hand, with Swipe, um, from what they told me, it, uh, it's like they're, they're just avoiding someone for messing with them. And uh, in mm. other words, we call that ghosting. So this is their interpretation mm. of ghosting using all these techniques, Gen Z techniques, especially with TikTok um, and like Instagram Reels. So we, we see that growth with uh, who Itzy is. And I think it's, it's a perfect... It's a perfect representation of their brand because from the be from the get-go, ever since they debut, Itzy was obviously Dala Dala. They were different. They, right. they yeah. were always experimenting with their sounds. They were not, they didn't conform with whatever sounds that was being presented or whatever concepts were being presented. And I think that's what stood out to them. And they were just very, uh, I wouldn't say in your face, but they were very adamant 
with the kind of concept that they were and they they wanted to speak out about that type of uh confidence that they have so i see it as just a a a new chapter of growth as teenagers or young adults that um are just trying to get through life and they're experiencing love so there's that Baby it's interesting that you you talk about all the different forms of love. I'm reminded of like, uh, what is it? The Greek forms of love. I couldn't name them mm-hmm. all, but like, you know, there's like, there's familial love. There There is erotic love. There's self-love that I think you mentioned earlier as well. So I'm reminded yeah. that. I, meant, I wonder if they made, deliberately made those parallels. Um, Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, shall we talk about, shall we dive in <laughs> to Itzy's Loco? What do you guys think of the concept and the message of this song in particular? I love it. I personally love it because it's a different sound uh, that we were presented to. And I think that's with every song that they've had. Because last Mafia in the Morning was a little bit of trap, a little bit of hip hop here and there. Here we're being presented with a little bit of Ricky Martin's Live in La Vida Loca meets second gen K-pop um, <laughs> and a flare of Gen Z K-pop uh, with yeah. all these electronic sounds. But there's also that little bit of pop and synth um i i actually like the music video too i i think we were we talked about budget earlier um it screams budget this whole thing screams budget (laughs) right uh i asked them during the scenes where they're on the billboard that's not cgi at all they told me they were just standing on top of a billboard in the middle of seoul during traffic filming this music video so it was pretty interesting uh, to, to hear that and the way that they shot the music video as well it kind of it kind of is reminiscent of second gen k-pop music videos where it's like all in box sets kind of a letterbox the, the resolution yeah. and yeah yeah so i i thought that was that was pretty interesting and it pays homage to like those earlier days so um and and you know there's that dance break too where we get presented with this dance break with that is a little bit reminiscent of a bit of like reggae reggaetonish uh beat so i i like how there's a it's a grower not a shower in, in my opinion <laughs> in my opinion it takes a while for you to get listen to to get used to it because when i was yeah. sent the demo i was sent it in the english version before the korean version so oh, i was actually okay. acclimated i was so accustomed to the the english version english and i likes. feel yeah i feel like the english version was felt more you know uh it it was it felt better for me to to listen to so mm. um i i thought it was say a really what, good song. i i don't i think it's because the way the lyrics just fit so well mm-hmm. like you know how sometimes when the the beats and the lyrics are way the way things are pronounced it yeah. just melodically feels smoother mm. it yeah that's how i felt when it when i was presented the english version before the korean version mm, so funny. Um, i had the opposite because really? I heard the Korean version first and then the English version and I find myself wanting to listen to the Korean version more. Mm. Yeah, now yeah, yeah, nowadays now that they're they're promoting it, uh, I I'm getting used to the Korean version. Uh mm. but yeah, the when I was presented the English version, I think it's because I I asked the the team. I was like, "Hey, I I think I need some some English lyrics here if it's okay." <laughs> uh but they just decided to just send me the English version. I was like, "Oh, right. wow." Okay. Yeah, I and mean, even on the music that, that video, the, the English yeah. lyrics are the English version lyrics. Yeah. They aren't what they actually are mm. saying. 
Yeah. So I was like, all right, I mean, that's fine enough. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I got used to the English version. I was like, you know, now that I'm hearing it, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this has radio potential. Uh, I personally yeah. think so. Yeah. It has so much radio potential. The demo that I was sent didn't have like that concert style bridge that you hear towards the end where mm-hmm. it's like the claps right. and everything. You hear the claps yeah. in the demo, but like there's amplified sounds. Those were in the demo when I heard it, but I still liked it because i don't know it just it just sounded well um but mm-hmm. i i do like the korean version now as the more i listen to it uh especially mm-hmm. the chorus so cool well i i think yeah. you know there's a lot to to build off of that but maybe before we go any further uh mikhail was there anything that you wanted to say just on the on the concept end well like i, I was actually gonna go into that because when it comes to th- talking about what itsy being in crazy in love looks like i was kind of i was kind of you know sad about that because itsy has such you know they have this this legacy before of doing concepts that are about you know looking at yourself building yourself up oh being confident in yourself and then you know now they're moving on to love which is what everybody talks about it feels like we was losing a little bit of that like independent woman or you know concept from them but i after reading what i think yeah yeji's comments about like you know we wanted to show that we don't have limits like even itsy can do a concept about love even litsy can be in love and them being in love doesn't diminish the the concept that they've done before about like you know finding self-love being confident in yourself and, and that definitely made me appreciate it more. And like, cause I have this thing of like going back to Miss A, where how Miss A goes from, I don't need a man I don't to need a man. only you, where it's like, it's kind of like 180 <laughs> of like, okay, we're talking about like how you're, you're Miss Independent, but then you know, you're completely obsessed with this person. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's because maybe they, I didn't want I didn't want this to be that for them. I didn't want them to mm-hmm. have that complete 180, especially when we're going into like this is the stamp of the first phase of their kind of story. I didn't mm-hmm. want the next story to be only about love. I still wanted yeah. to keep that, you know, self-reflective aspect to their songs. Mm. I, I think that's that self-independence still does show that self-confidence does show, especially when they have a sub uh, title track like swipe because yep. that that kind of they they regain that baseline of them being that group who knows their worth at the end of the day they know what yeah. they stand for and they know what they want so swipe is kind of that backup after loco yeah sure they're crazy about something but at the end of the day they know what they're worth they know what they want to do yeah it's, it's yeah. a partnership even if yeah. like even if they are crazy in love and and they they can't get off this crazy train or maybe they're they're struggling it with it at, at moments in, in this in the lyrics of, of this um song there there's a sense of autonomy and and self benefit i think that they're, they're getting from it but you know the other thing that i i'm just taking away when i think of like the the dna of itchy is that they cannot be penciled into a box. I think Michaela, as you're saying earlier, that, that, that can be anything. And as we see visualized in this music video, they are all the things, right? You know, they're, they're changing <laughs> outfits. They're going into right. all these different uh, sets. They're what slicing through the, the bars of, of their yeah. jail cell. Like they can do And that's a concept I think we've seen throughout their entire career. Um, mm. So it seems very on brand uh, to me uh, for them. 
It's yeah. It, even though it's itsy talking about love, it's still itsy talking about love. It's not something that you could just throw on to any other girl group. Yeah. 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 I think the other major, like actually the, the biggest takeaway I'm getting out of Loco is like, oh my God, editing production value. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes. And th- this is like all over the place. It's the like camera is always moving and cutting. Yeah, some yeah. New locations, some new scene. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I think that like the gauntlet was dropped. Like maybe they 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 gave this song or gave it to the the music video director or whatnot, or the editors and whatnot. They're like, make this the most complicated, like technically difficult music video possible. And they and they they responded back saying like challenge accepted. Um, yeah. So the the biggest thing I, I'm seeing in in that production value is just all the editing cuts. So there's um, yeah, a lot the of intense moments with all the camera movement as well. Yeah, a lot of the camera movement. Like I, I would actually say uh, when they're dancing, like of course there's the members who are dancers, but I would even say that the camera is another dancer. Um, when it, oh, when it yeah. comes to filming uh, Loco, and, and uh, you even see that shown in their um, was the dance rehearsal videos. Like even in those videos, the camera mm-hmm. person is kind of like yeah. moving around, um, yeah. like as if they're also a, a, a danced uh, or that that they have their own vocabulary, they have their own sequence that they're supposed to follow um, uh, as someone filming it. But uh, just the cuts, the way they segue from like one scene to another, I thought was very creative um, in this music video. So there's a lot of moments where they use a macro probe lens where they kind of like, you know, zoom in yeah. on a hand or a controller or something. Yeah, and they that, use that, that first to... scene that sets up like the concept of you're she's calling her boyfriend who's just like on his like at, in, at his house chilling, ignoring her call, playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they use a lot of that. And then there's also just a lot of. Um, the subject of the next scene, which is overlaid on the previous scene as a way to like transition over to the next one. And uh, I, yeah. I don't know if we, we see a lot of that in K-pop. Maybe we'll see more of it because, you know, Itzy did it. I, I don't know how technically difficult that, that was, but that was like the that's what kept it moving. There's just a lot of movement in all those different transitions. My question is, with decreasing attention spans... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> of kids nowadays, did it hold their attention uh, with all the like? Uh, that's not an answer I know, but I, I'm curious what you guys think. Like, did do you think it was successful in maintaining that that attention throughout? I think the intent was to make sure it was all over the place. That you make sure you abuse the hell out of your space bar and your play button um, <laughs> to make sure that you don't catch anything. Uh, that's mm. that was my hot take because obviously there was those fast cuts and those super quick pans, the transitions, those one takes where, even in like you said, even in their dance rehearsals, where in the second verse they start with Eugene, but they go all the way around to make sure that they get Leah coming in. So um, I think the, the the intent was successful uh, in making that concept of being that wild and crazy all over the place type of visual concept. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was successful. And I think the, the, even the, the visual looks on the members themselves, the hair on Eugen, um, Yeji's fantastic baby hair, hot pink hair <laughs> strand that you see. Um, and then even like the accessories that was on Yuna's headband, um, and like the lip, the lip, um, 
accents on Taeryong and even with uh, Leah's different outfit changes. It was like very constant. So they did a very, I think they did a really good uh, job on portraying the music video's concept of being very wild and all over the place. I think my answer to that question is just, that's why you have the swipe music video, Peter. (laughs) You have that music video that exemplifies everything about fast, quick media. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, exactly. That's that's all TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed with both swipe and loco, in the dance choreography, they have uh, moments where they do the crown. Yes, uh, so I, don't, I don't know what it is, but and and that's not the first time that we've seen that from from Itchy. Like they've done it lots, and I wonder if there was any special meaning in that aside from just being queens. Of course, is that going to be a move that we continue to see from them? That that's their signature pose. We see it from the start when they de- debuted with Dalla Dalla. They ended right. up with this, um, and it just exemplifies what Itzy means. Like they have it all. Because that's mm. what it means in Korean, right? So it mm-hmm. means to have it all, and they they want to know that they want to own that term, that logo, um, that motto that they have. So um, they can dance, they can sing, they have a impeccable performance, stage presence. Uh, so I think that's why it will always come back. It's just this time, obviously, they are loco and they're, they're taking mm-hmm. the crown with them. So it just shows that kind of transition that, you know, the crown is theirs, but they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. They're also crazy cats because the other point move is like the cat ears. Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh, that's I- what that is. <laughs> yes. Stephanie, like, did you not notice like the big like cat treehouse in in the in the litter? I guess Actually, I yeah. didn't make the connection. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. First of all, Yeji as a cat, I, I she's, think she's my new bias yeah. now. But like only in this era specifically, just because like <laughs> ev- all of cat. her like her movements, just like oh, I love it. Yeji furry. I wouldn't say that. It's already. No, she had a furry. It's out. It's already. She had a furry moment. That's what everyone. That's what I was like reading. I was like, "Oh my god, Yeji's having a fur, furry moment." I was like, "Guys, come oh on, really? Not. Is that is that what yeah. the midsies are saying?" Mm-hmm. I was like on Twitter, you know, like just they make like those random tweets of like their observations. Mm-hmm. So I was just mm-hmm. laughing. I was like, "Oh god," because like uh, my friend even made a comment with Mafia in the morning uh, during the the second verse when Yuna says uh, the the part with the wolf and Cheryong's on the floor and she's doing this too. Mm. Uh, yeah, my friend was like Cheryong furry. I was like, don't just don't dub mm-hmm. Itzy as a furry group because that's just weird. Just don't just mm-hmm. don't ruin it for all of us. But yeah, I like you said, Michaela. I think the the intent of Yeji being a cat was Chef's kiss perfect. It fit her mm. really well. The the only thing is though, it got me thinking about what Itzy's crazy and love concept could be if it was done differently. And then I thought back to Sunmi's tail. And I was yeah. like, oh my god, it's the yeah. crazy yes. cat, cat mm-hmm. women. Like, yes, that I think that would have made me more hype about this song if yeah, a little when it was came out because yes, they're talking about love, but it's like they're doing it in this kind of the femme fatale version of crazy mm. in love, right? Mm. Yes, maybe that'll I, I be the next one without when they're the, older uh, and more sexy. <laughs> sorry, oh. no, sorry, go Peter. <laughs> I could have done them without the the sand litter box though. Like I, I don't I don't want to think about what that, that unnecessary. Means. Yeah, like you don't need. Wait, the there was there was the, a litter box. Cat tree. Well, it was all sand underneath the the cat tree <gasps> in it. I didn't notice that. Anyway, <laughs> only a cat owner like Peter really noticed these. <laughs> there was. Yeah, there's a. I I I almost like I was 
even looking for i mean it was like a pink sand right but like yeah, it, it oh, wasn't okay, yeah it, it didn't have the the big grains like uh Anyway, let's not think too much about it. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Yeah, the music itself I I thought was fun. Mm -hmm. What I think earlier we we talked about Dala Dala, the bass line and and the snare and even the tempo of Loco kind of feels like it's tying back to their original song. Obviously not the same thing, but but spiritually uh, similar. Especially mm-hmm. on this album, when you have all of the instrumentals to, to listen to through and then listen to Loco, you you hear that cohesively. But this song was done by, it was produced by uh, Galactica, who did uh, Dala Dala, uh, Wanna well, Be, my favorite song by Itchy, and, yes. um, and of course is yeah. uh, twice as heart, heart shaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, if you look at the production credits, like this team and is to Itzy as like Black Eyed Pillsong is to twice. <laughs> As yeah. far as like the production team who is like really centered in like what makes an itsy track an itsy track, I think. Yeah. Which is why I didn't like Mafia because they weren't part of that one. <laughs> all right, hater. <laughs> Dang. You We're must like, like all of their sig- <laughs> all of their signals <laughs> required to be on the show. <laughs> okay. Team not shy over here though. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. See, you say that lie, but uh, Gas Me Up is probably the best song on his own. Yo, Gas Me Up. <laughs> Don't get me started. That's a good song. That's a good song. That's a good song. I want to see them perform that specifically. That's oh, you just call, call them up. Let them know. They yeah, listen let, to you. Yeah, let me, let me just text them real quick. Yeah. Stephanie, was there anything else that you wanted to say on, on Loco? Uh, no, all good. I, I was kind of in okay. the background looking through old... Blackpink music videos because I felt like there's a, a neat oh. similarity or comparison there. There's some shots in Duru Duru, like when I think Jenny with is riding bulldozer? on a big tank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the bulldozer scene. I was like, what does this remind me of? Yeah, um, just like grandiose, badass, um, larger than life, and super colorful theme did remind me a bit of Blackpink's earlier days. Yeah. yeah, although the what is it? The vehicle in this one is actually pushing and driving on a bridge and moving cars out of the way, right? Like, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clears the field, to take yeah. it to the next level. Yeah. And this one moves. Exactly. <laughs> right. Take that black paint. Yeah. That's right. Because for some reason in YG music videos, none of the actual vehicles ever move. It's always them like dancing uh, on top of it. But right. I know. Big Bang drives around. Well, well it's made to look like, like they yeah, drive the around. Yeah, but they don't it let is them. still. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the next song. So Itchy's swipe. Uh, what does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's it about? They're just ghosting. They they yeah. don't want to deal with the games that whoever's playing with them are playing. So they're just like that's why Yuna, Yeji, Yujin, they all go on to the next. Uh, so they don't want to deal with your BS. Uh, I think this is like I said earlier. This is the the backup that shows you know. Well, them knowing what they're worth at the end of the day um it's a little bit uh hip-hoppy 
a little bit mm -hmm. of pop in there. Um, and I really do like the Neo Future looks that they're offering and giving here. Uh, but it's very... You could tell that they were definitely reaching and trying representing the Gen Z image right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it was like fast cuts. Everything's vertical. They have um, all these transitions and TikTok trends that they were doing. They even yep. used a mannequin challenge. In, yeah, at one which point. is kind of old trend, mm -hmm. but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're rep they're using it here. Uh, the swipe, the swipe challenge as well. Mm -hmm. um, and even just those quick, cha uh, those quick edit trends where it's like they pop into one air, uh, right, one right. scene and then or they're one in a outfit. car. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I think they, they did a good job in, or, you know, the production team did a good job because when I was talking to them, they were telling me that they're not your regular Gen Z kids. They don't go on TikTok. They were telling me, like, they don't really go on TikTok. Um, they, they do no challenges here and there, but because of this music video, they learned how to work things and like all these different trends and techniques. So it was very refreshing to see. But sadly, um, by the time yeah. the video comes out, they're six months behind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a risk for them to try and put like actual hip TikTok challenges yeah. in a music video. It's always too late. Yeah, but I have to say, like, I, I give it to the team and the crew, like the way everything transitioned and all the edits and the cuts like came out really well. Uh, and and I think the choreography was pretty dope, too. And it's, it's really refreshing to see like a second supporting track. Um, mm -hmm. So... I really like how this is just kind of like a, a slowed down version of what you're getting from Loco. Yeah. You say it was hip hop. If I was just to listen to the percussion and the baseline of this song, I'd think like, okay, I've got a good hip hop, you know, a rap song or, or something like in that vein on my hands. And then you start hearing the A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then you got yeah. the Eggio, like cotton candy rainbows like you know filtered on top of it and like okay that that's uniquely k-pop but like i could have gotten down you know just to the uh instrumental um for more of my top 40 western hip-hop uh sort of gigs but i thought like conceptually it was interesting that going along with this major tiktok theme it seems like you're watching this entire experience from the perspective of the phone right yes it's like a I don't know. I forgot how long the music video is. Like you're, you don't have to doom scroll. Everything's just there. Three oh seven. Yeah, three minutes of <laughs> non doom scrolling content on your in your face. It's just right there in ten eighty p. Right. So there's that. It's in four yeah. K. I love it. I, I don't want to read too much into it, but the, the they're literally stepping on the phone. Um, yeah. At one point, <laughs> like you yeah. that as Yuna's well. literally like, stepping on the us? phone. Is that the band? <laughs> Had She's of showing us. off that she could travel. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm just old and or spend too much time on computers and phones in general. But the physical <laughs> swiping during the music video hurt my eyes. Then the right. like turning <laughs> around, turning the phone around, yeah. and swiping me away. Well, they, they well, need to TikTok. You know that that TikTok trend of like, um, like they'll they'll use a hand and then like they'll they'll use that same hand frame to you know mm -hmm. transition to into a different thing, popular editing technique, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, widely used here. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see if that's still relevant. But <laughs> you know, you say it's happy, but I actually like right around the bridge, I started getting like dark mirror vibes, honestly, because it's like, oh, you're feeding all your information into this phone. 
and right at the bridge you're you're seeing like this um like catalog of all these like memories all these videos of of each of the members and then it shifts into this like dark red like concept (laughs) yeah it's like oh have i been giving the algorithm have i been giving the the (laughs) machine the platform too much of me like do they know too much (laughs) maybe that's Mm -hmm. just me like someone who's into like ai and and, uh, missing disinformation and platforms and whatnot but um that was my personal read on on the end Mm -hmm. i think that's that just sort of certifies that you are enjoying the content and they will always forever be on your for you page so (laughs) that just secures the deal that Mm -hmm. sure they swiped on someone but uh, that next person that they will probably not swipe on is you, is the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. There you go. Yeah. There Nailed are these it. like two QR codes in the music video that I, tried I saw. scanning it. I know, Same. I did too. <laughs> did, it work work on mine? did it work for you? Yeah. Yeah. So the the first one didn't work for me. And I think the reason why, like, you know, that first one and at later they they dance on top of maybe you can see it on the back of my screen here. Yeah, yeah they, dance, like, on the they dance on top of that QR code later. It didn't work because in the corners they were like more diamond shaped stylized diamond shape so i think that wasn't a real qr code but the Mm. qr code at the end did work Uh, okay any guesses where it where it took me um uh, the the website i mean i see it here on the outline (laughs) their tiktok page yes it was their tiktok yes yeah yeah yeah. oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah smart marketing which makes sense you know because that's what this is all about yeah. Great job, JYP and mm-hmm. We're on to you. All right. So <laughs> taking everything that we've said into account on these two songs, are they Daybuck or not? I can't believe we're still keeping that slate thing going. I can't. Believe it, Peter. Better believe it. You go first then. Oh, no, wait, okay. lie. So, lie. so we're, we're talking about Loco first. So, so Loco, okay. Daybok or not. So mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Daybok for me. I'll, I'll say it's Daybok for me. Mm. There was like that spoke budget and production. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it was a, like I said, it's a grower, not a shower. I started to like it even more <laughs> the first time I heard it. Because I know, you, you I, say that. Really but I, I know, I'm I, so I, bad. I'm so sorry. But the thing <laughs> is, it makes sense. Like, I get what you mean. I get yeah, it. yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like you know. It might not spark with you in the first try or the first mm-hmm. listen, but as you give it like two or three more times, it gets addicting. So, yeah, I think I, I say it's a day bug for sure. Okay, Peter. Congrats. Oh me? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a not for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, why? I thought like like clearly there there's a visual spectacle going on with Loco, but yeah. I did not. Audibly, uh, the audio I did not like Dala Dala, and again, very similar to that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not 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 obviously very different songs, um, but, but spiritually very similar, um, and I think unfortunately quite forgettable. <laughs> mm. um, like I remember being impressed by a lot of the cuts, but uh, remembering Loco is hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a not for me. Okay, Stephanie. Yeah, uh, Peter. Thanks for giving permission to, like, <laughs> for me to step over into the not camp as well. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't remember it either. I I remember very well their earlier songs, and I I don't think this is a good example of of growth or new direction. 
for them. I yeah. think they're kind of kind of slumping with this. Um, but that just shows like how great their debut and early work was, right? The standards are so high. Yeah, yeah. wannabe, wannabe. Come on, mm. let's go. <laughs> and, and then PVM or yeah. Okay, yeah, mine's also a not. Sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wow, you had us going there. <laughs> Feeding them, you're the one who told us that you Man, really yeah. wanted us to do this one. Oh my god, that's shocking. <laughs> well, for swipe, or swipe, or no, sorry. No, loco. Loco, loco sorry. Loco, yes, is, is my not. Um, <clears throat> for, again, all the reasons that you said, Peter and Stephanie, like when you, when you, compare it to all the others it doesn't necessarily have like that one hook that one key point that's gonna make me want to like have it as a replay i think the chorus I, is like the weakest part yeah mm. and and again when you when you put it on a on an album that also has the instrumentals of all of their other tracks it's like oh i listen to this instrumental i immediately hear the point even without yeah. the lyrics i hear yeah. this instrumental i hear the point with loco i feel like i only heard it because i was like listening to it so much for this episode yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay well th- thanks for hanging with us like <laughs> <laughs> no that's why we have you on you like learned so much and i yeah. definitely appreciate more about it now yeah i think uh, the reason why i ended up saying daybox is because i I was I didn't listen to the Korean version first and plus I, I, mm. I had the track for a while now. So it's like yeah. I got used to it. So that's why there was that aspect too. Totally. Like if this was shot probably if we recorded this probably like one weekend of mm. like me getting to know the track, maybe yeah. it'd be a mm. different result. And that and that's why I agree with you, Lai. I feel like it is it is a song. I feel like after all of those listens, I, I did become to appreciate it more. But it yeah. did, it did take a few <laughs> to, to get yeah, to yeah, that yeah. point. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, because there's point. so much going on. Let's let's check back in in a couple of weeks, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's yeah. put a pin in this and revisit um, on the, Twitter. You know, or just on the at slide. me on Twitter and be like, yeah, so, just, hey, Lai, so updates. what do you think now about Loco? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how it goes? Can you sing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it's just honestly just remembering it is, is the like I I can't say I felt that way about a song in a long time where like even after I've yeah. listened to it all week, like I still struggle. Mm-hmm. Especially an itsy song, those stick yeah. in your yeah. head when you don't even want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm probably okay. in like two weeks from now, someone's gonna start singing "Cray Cray Crazy in Love," something. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna start singing "Loco" in their head. So the yeah. the trend will pop off on on TikTok. Sure. Yeah, just like how Next Level took a while. Yeah, the right? locals will find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take Loco while, is yeah. gonna probably yeah. That's probably what's gonna happen. Okay, okay. So well, well, thank Peter. God. Yeah, thank God Itchy gave us two two comeback <laughs> tracks here. So, um, our title tracks here. So, yeah, Swipe. Oh, you want me to get my score? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, you go first because oh, okay. I have yeah. <laughs> the Redeemer score from the last one. Day to the Bach on, on, <laughs> hey. on Swipe. Yes, I, I Swipe is the one that, that is in my head. Like, I, I'm just hearing the, the swipe, swipe. And, and like, I, I, I'm not a Gen Z kid or even what's younger than Gen Z. I don't know. But, like, the, the kids who are on TikTok, which is not me, like, <laughs> I can see that really taking off. Um, and, again, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I said, just, like, the, the percussion and, and the, what is it, more of that, like, 808 bass, like, it was... Um, I can drop this, like, I, I could maybe be doing, like, a K-hip-hop set, mm-hmm. throw this on... And people wouldn't catch it until they start hearing like the first verse. And, um, 
Yeah. Like, what? Like, Who's that? Yeah. That's not rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? Mm. Uh, Stephanie. Yeah, I can, I can go next. Um, I'll say Daybok as well for similar reasons. Um, that the, the hip hop elements in this really carry it forward and the, um, and the vocals, how they really like ride the beat and do really fun, like rap like things (laughs) with their voice. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of the Queen Wasabi I Forgot. Yes. Ooh, yeah, right? that, that's, that's one of my favorite songs. Yes. Yeah, like riding on the bounce of the bass mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. voice is like that just gets me every time. So this was really fun. Daybok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, lie. <laughs> uh it's definitely Daybok. Day to the Bok for me. Definitely I'd say better than Loco. Mm. For sure. Um it's it's definitely memorable with all the things that they've done with this music video. It's it you could kind of see what they were going for, and they nailed it in the head with all those Gen Z and TikTok techniques. And like like you said, Stephanie, they're writing on the beat. Like when the, the, when you said that, the first thing that came up in my head was the Lamborghini shot where. Eugene's like at the, in the car. She they do a Eugene transition. It was like, please don't, it. please, yeah, please don't kill my vibe. That part, hey. like that, just immediately popped into my head. So I, I, yeah, it's definitely date to the box for me. I, I love it. I put it mm. on repeat more than loco, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's also day box for me as well. Oh, wow. oh so there we I, go. Yay. There we go. Wow. did you guys catch that um what is it that one sample um i think it's in the right right in the at the end of the pre-chorus of swipe where it's like this yeah i have no idea what it says what is that in in my head because it's like talking about like a nagging relationship i feel like that's that voice it's like that's the Uh, voice of the person that you hear it's like but you, you don't even hear it anymore it just sounds like 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 charlie brown parents yeah yeah i can almost make up like like i'm sorry i love you or something like that oh, like it's really? kind of like i almost but again it's like i think it's just that's what it is it's supposed to be that nagging voice that you you're you don't even pay attention to who anymore because you're like swipe you're like, trying to forget them yeah thank you like, like mm-hmm. yeah cool well those are our scores um i mean i don't know if we have time for extra questions you guys want to talk a little bit more broadly about what this means yeah just hand it to lie okay. yeah. some concluding remarks on that yeah um this is a great album i i think so it's pretty solid uh if i we were to talk more about b-sides i rec- definitely recommend hashtag 20 mm-hmm. um, oh yeah yeah and also gas me up which is you know michael's other favorite song mm-hmm. um I want to do highlight 20 because um, Yuna does, she was scored like the second fastest rap in fourth gen K-pop with her part in that song. And I thought it was pretty dope. And what I like about 20 is it's giving me 90s hip hop vibes. Like those. Really? Yeah. It's like 90s kind of like, once you hear it, Stephanie, let me know, like, like tweet at me or slide into my DMs. (laughs) But it's giving you like those 90s hip hop, like dance vibes. Okay. Um, you you'll understand when I'm intrigued. You, you hear it. Yeah. Yes. Um and then what else do I like? It's yeah, you you guys should just listen to the whole album. There's a mix mm. of ballads uh in there as well. Um 
But I think it's it's a pretty solid album that just shows the versatility of what kind of sounds ITZY can can offer uh, as part of their brand. Um, but yeah, definitely go stream it and well enjoy it. And I hope that they like some of these songs where you could tell even from their past songs. They're made for a live audience, so it's just a matter yeah. of time when they do back to go back to concerts and and they do a live tour or uh, or something. That these songs, I'm pretty sure, when the bass goes bam, like people will go wild. So especially with Wannabe, I told them, I tell them that every time. A Wannabe, <laughs> yeah, you you definitely get yeah, that. Yeah, Wannabe the was wannabe. made for like a concert. Yeah, well, I would play yeah. it all the time when I was doing um, club gigs. Uh, like hip hop club gigs, like you you would really hear the kick drum on uh, on wannabe. What what do you think this means for Itchy's audience? Like, h- how old are they? Like one, like what is <laughs> what is the primary demographic of, of Itchy listeners? Because my my impression just you know non not accurate, just you know purely speculative based off mm-hmm. what I've seen on on Twitter and and, and and in social media and whatnot. It seems that Midsies are more international fans, international as in yeah. uh, non-US, and probably younger, like twice, how can I say this without being offensive? <laughs> Male twice fans. Careful. Uh, Careful. Uh, uh, Careful. Don't, don't overlap uh, as much with, with uh, Itzy. Itzy. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, because like Itzy is like, a Disney version of Blackpink that that can't that's mm. more colorful, right? Blackpink, you've got like just very much aesthetically speaking, yep. in many of their music videos, it's only two colors. But like Itchy yep. is like everything, and All it's got the that colors. JYP Disney feel. In terms of like family, happy, you know, healthy, inclusive, generally feel good, uplifting. So I, it makes me wonder, like, who who's the target audience for for Itchy? Clearly, they've got a following. And what does that mean as that audience gets older and as well as the members of, of ITZY get older? Like, are, are we going to see a similar evolution that, that kind of twice went through from like being sure they still have Aegyo, but twice has then since graduated to more mature grown up cocktail <laughs> you know, <laughs> concept. So like what, what you know, what, what are we thinking? Where, where does ITZY go from here? I th- it's yeah. funny you you brought this up is because I think I read um like I know I shouldn't be reading on Kuriyabu but like just interesting statistics <laughs> <laughs> just interesting statistics about like which are the five most popular fourth generation K-pop groups in twenty one different countries mm. so oh, it was based yeah. off it was based off Google Trends so okay. um out of more than half uh, more than half of who was topping those countries was Itzy. Um, mm. and, and, but the only, there, I think, I know that number one, it was Eyes One uh, for mm-hmm. South Korea, mm. but elsewhere, like Philippines, US, South America, like some South American countries, even in Germany, um, in some European countries, uh, ITZY was topping that. So wow. I think what, what they're, what it seems like here, um, is that ITZY has that global audience, uh, attracted already. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't, 
really matter what the age is because I feel like with these demographics, with international fans, especially, we see all ages and demographics come to light when it comes to K-pop. So, but on the most part, I think it's definitely between teens and young adults in their 20s and and even 30s who are trying to, are either having their coming of age phases uh, or just uh, enjoying K-pop as what it is. Uh, or just trying to find that self-confidence type of message Uh, and I think a majority could be women as well um, because obviously they have honed that voice like sure yes Blackpink has like that that girl crush kind of aspect to them uh, and it's very adamant and in your face but ITZY has done it like you said it's kind of tailored but it's not so aggressive yeah. Uh, and they do it in, in a way where, like, I think as time goes by, um, it will only get more um, mature, I guess, or or the way that it's produced is going to be more, a little bit more aggressive and mature as time mm-hmm. goes by. And I think maybe, that maybe just sexy. represents just, yeah, it just, it just shows um, them growing as like these independent kind of women or this independent mm-hmm. group uh, in, in our in our eyes. So that's how I'm seeing it. You know, if, if I could just summarize it in just one scene in mm-hmm. Wannabe, there's that <laughs> moment where they're like in the club and like things kind of go into like slow bullet time. You know, you, you know what yeah. scene I'm talking about? Yes, like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, G's dancing in yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. And that's it. like Eugene's mm. in the bathroom. Yeah. And that, that scene, like when I just look at it, I see them more as, sure, young, but like adult like 21 and up at least right like whereas i think this could you know yeah. could potentially be like you know 16 to 18 mm-hmm. you know yeah age yeah, range. yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. that if if i could vote and encourage a direction next evolution they evolve <laughs> right like if, if they go <laughs> next direction i would want more of that vibe uh mm-hmm. from them you know like yeah. in control mm-hmm. like you know i'm 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 cool I'm I'm collected and I'm doing something that can't be tamed, can't be constrained to a yeah. box. So yeah, yeah. What do you think girl crush means now in in uh, in K-pop? Girl crush is like if you look at Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think of Dreamcatcher like this is the first group I think about. It's you know, Dreamcatcher and then huh. the subunit of Luna where they did No Friends, which is like mm. Heejin, Kim, Lip, Eve, and Jinsoul, mm-hmm. and then Yujin. <laughs> just one person <laughs> it's 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 Eugene has honed the girl crush image so much like she mm-hmm. like i don't i don't know how many times i've seen in comments either on tiktok or even just on instagram like i, I just i just browse to see what people think um yeah. and what they're saying and then like the amount of time i've seen like ultimate girl crush here and there it's like oh my god she is so fine like i i like i think she's so pretty and it's like you know a majority of them are you know are female like fans mm-hmm. so it's it's it you know that tells you like how much of an appeal she has and mm. especially you've seen we've already all seen that from her days with Mix Nine, when she was like still rap, she was like rapping, and I think mm-hmm. anyone who has a deep voice as well becomes a really big factor of this girl crush image. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everyone has, everyone likes that. So, um, yeah. from what I've seen on on, you know, on the internet, so I think the the way girl crush is positioned at this point is you are an all rounder in, in what you do. 
uh, and you should have a somewhat like maybe a deep voice. Uh, and then you just have like a really charismatic stage presence and the yeah. way and the way you confident. present yourself too, very confident. So you gotta dance. Yep. Woo. Exactly. I know main dancers have an advantage to be girl crushed. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the physicality of, of that position. The strength. Yeah. Crushing. Yeah. Can you have Angio <laughs> and be girl crush as well? No. Or, or those Angio. like mutually exclusive things. Like that's like once in a blue moon type of thing for them. Can you think of anyone? Uh I'm trying to think. It's like half and half. Egg yo, girl oh, crush. probably probably Cheyong from Twice, because mm. she's short mm. and she's small, <laughs> but she's like, so cute. But she could like be a badass, mm-hmm. and it doesn't okay, help, yeah. like it only amplifies it more because she has tattoos and like she's been showing it off recently. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> okay, and she raps. She's a rapper. Mm. I mean, there's there's Silgi too, right? Like she's considered Silgi. girl crush. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think There's she's passed out of egg Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's a, her thing is like when she dances, she's very like serious face. Yeah. You don't mm, you yes, don't see yes, the cute yes. poses from Sergi. Yeah. Yeah. Icy glare. Yeah. I, I'm going to bet I'm gonna just guess that that this new hitting girl group that from JYP is gonna have egg be in, in their debut. Yeah. Mm. Because you, you do Aegyo when, when they're young, you just have to captivate the local Korean market of mostly men for, for, for the Aegyo thing. Right? Am I wrong? Like, what yeah. are you doing? No, I, I, I don't sure. know. I really wrong. don't know. I mean, that's what they did with Twice, right? Like, mm-hmm. it took cheer up for them to gain that audience. Because mm. when they came out with that Wild and Edge image, you know, yeah. it, it didn't really um, hit off as well as they thought mm-hmm. it'd be with, like, mm-hmm. Ua, right? Yeah, and when it came to cheer up, they it was needed like to everyone f- is barking off the off the trees of JYP, saying like this was great and went viral. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like the first instinct for them to do with this hidden uh, group. Yeah, look, the the, the, the girls' reason- generation formula like never fails. If you yeah. stray too far from it, <laughs> right? Especially <laughs> knows what's going to happen to you, but if you follow that path, you can yeah. have success. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The the only reason I think they'll they do more than just Egyo is because I, I linked it in the in the outline, but there was like um a video that they released of what people believe is like the one of the members of the dance line of this hidden group. Oh yes. And they did a cover of Cardi B's press. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that that's a very stark thing from like an agio concept mm. yeah but if you think about it when when twice uh was getting ready to debut they did some pre-debut videos and momo did tanache's two on and mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah and yeah. nina did another song but it was very it was kind of provocative as well um so i mean it, the ball's in their court no one knows but i'm kind of hoping that it's a blend of probably like 60 percent agio or like 40% like girl crush. So at least there's that mm-hmm. balance because mm-hmm. when you present a dance video like that, especially in this day and age, like people are going to expect what's presented to them. Um, and if you don't, it's it's kind of like, eh, what's that? You know, you're already getting people's hopes up. Like, sure, you're, give, you're showing your skills, but um, I think in this day and age, people want uh, instant gratification of what they see, mm. especially in the internet, right? So 
We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully there's a good mix of it. Okay. Oh, and if I can just say something and get myself canceled. Um, yeah, <laughs> when it comes to, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's yeah. just it's just us and that one other person, I guess. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Armies didn't seem to get go after me after our last uh, well, episode. We, we said a lot of good things, so let's too. Let's give them time. But, oh, yeah. Just give them time. Just find one. <laughs> sell it to find it. Anyway, in, in this case, I, I guess I'd be canceled by the by the blinks. But when I think oh. of like contrasting itsy with, with black pink yeah for sure like black pink's dancing is great um but when i think about itchy's overall place in like the tapestry of like k-pop girl groups they've got mm-hmm. a very good spot in doing the best execution and um performance of dancing like I, mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I think like one having five members versus four really helps in formation changes that they really mm-hmm. have got. But um, yeah. when I was watching both of these music videos, I just kept thinking that like, wow, it really helps that they've got five, and JYP himself probably disciplined them to like this needs to be on point, and you you just see it. Um, I think in, in just the the. the 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 dynamics of the choreography, the difficulty of the choreography. Yeah, the com- I was going to say the complexity of the choreography served to Itzy is twice that of yeah. Blackpink, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they're not. Itzy doesn't have to like betray themselves and be like stack some bands and like, <laughs> like, like you know like what what are you saying lisa like what what lisa should really be saying is like yeah i bought my my parents a house i i i, I invested in my 401k like i i, I don't know like that, that that's like eight crazy true to her life yeah i wish i wish we got more of that rather than like gun up in my hand the, yeah right <laughs> like what lisa this is not an experience you know Anyway, I know that's, sorry, not to go off topic here, but it's just like, of course, Lisa doesn't make those decisions. That's all her company and label. But Mm -hmm. anyway. Okay. Surprising at this point, she doesn't. That's that's my off Mm. topic rant over. I don't want to make lie too uncomfortable here. (laughs) I don't want to get lie in trouble either. I think we see that the kind of difference in like the themes of what they're singing about though. Like mm-hmm. obviously sure there's they have there's a 4 to 5 ratio difference, right? Mm-hmm. But the themes of what they're singing about, their YG is always they always had took the hip hop route of right. flaunting their riches, flaunting their whatever, you know, the the valuables that they have in this mm-hmm. case, but for for JYP, they were always about humility with the type of music they're they're, they're talking yeah. about or even with just the brand. So that's why I could see. I I could see why you're you're saying that it's a it's a more tailored or a Disneyfied version, uh, you know, of, of Blackpink. Like, sure, there's there's that comparison there, but definitely the the messages are completely different because what what Itzy stands for is ha- making their listeners and and their fans just have that self confidence within and making sure that they're promoting that kind of um, you know, that theme. Uh, yep. As for like Blackpink, they're always just like, you know. Here, here I go kicking the door. Like they, they are on it. They are yeah. no, they're they're on it. They want to make sure they're in your face. They want to make sure that you know Blackpink is literally in your area. Right, right. right. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, literally, they're in your area. That's their go-to. Um, meanwhile, you have Itzy. It's like all in us. Uh, hi, we're Itzy. 
And it's very mm-hmm. polite. It's very hum- humble of them to do so. But when they do perform, it's like a whole different era. Like they are suit. They could just be as charismatic. Their performance says themselves. And even when they are given praises, they're humble about it too. Mm-hmm. Not to say like uh, Blackpink isn't like they are. They right, are right, right. Uh, wherever wherever they go. Um, right. It's just you know the matter of how their brand is presented to exactly. the to the masses. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's I think what character. blew my mind. No, sorry. Please go ahead, Mikhail. I think what blew my mind about the comparison of Itzy being like the the Disney version of Blackpink was because when I usually like associate the Disney version of a group, I usually associate that with SM. So like, oh, what yes. was, how would you put Espa in that? That are I don't know. Not Espa's not to mention Blackpink's like, third gen. Yeah. 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 Espa, I think, is more edgy. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're more neo futuristic, and, and yeah, that yeah. they're like year three thousand right now. That's that's <laughs> Espa. Obviously, they have all those AIs, so they're they're thinking they're they have they're ahead of their time. I, I'd right. say so. Whatever concept right. they're being presented, it's definitely going to it's definitely for the audience to adjust to 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 you know their taste. Um, it could be, a, it's obviously acquired. We saw what, how Next Level came out about, right? Like now it's trending and now everyone's yeah. doing it and they love it. So it's it's an acquired taste at first, but um, it's just the times, right? Like people just need to adjust to it as, as they go. Um, at this point, the way I see the industry, whoever is going head to head in fourth girl, uh, I wouldn't say head to head, but like the top tier girl groups uh, in fourth gen would probably be Itzy, Espa, Stacy. Um, yeah, right. Ever, oh, one hundred percent. Yep. Mm. Yeah, Everglow too. Yeah, like oh, a yeah. song just yeah. I can't forget disrupting Everglow. the whole. <laughs> oh, Lai is yeah. speaking truth right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you know, things. You, we we see that like sure they present those girl crush image girl crush images as well. They do that really well balanced all rounding all rounder performances that you know we we that fans love. So mm-hmm. that's the way I'm seeing seeing it right now. The fourth gen K-pop girl groups are coming in strong, right? They're they're not they're they're very um I wouldn't say in your face, but they're there. They they want to make sure that you notice them. So um yeah. and it's just a it's just a it's going to be exciting once tours and concerts are coming back because mm-hmm. we know how strong these fan bases are, especially during quarantine when girl groups are being way more exposed than they have ever were because everyone has this time to discover new music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, like, like I said earlier, we've seen the different kind of groups that are, uh, are kind of topping these different countries. So, yeah. um, I, I'm pretty excited, but yeah, I, I think those are the most, the powerful or probably like the top five girl groups I'd say. Um, who are performing well, like Everglow, Itzy, Stacy, Espa, even Luna. You could say Luna as well. Um, you see the, the that their fandom going out out at it, and there's you know G Idol, of course. So mm. you know, so yeah, is is there? Yeah, there's so yeah, so is there? Just, just, okay, I think that's another can of worms. Let's, let's we just open Pandora's box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I could just say one last thing, sorry. No, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Kill it. Stephanie's trying to kill it. <laughs> one last thing is that, like, I've got two young kids, and if I, if I, like, if I had a pick, right, of like one girl group that I want, like, you know, my my daughter to really take off after, it's definitely Itzy. So. Oh, Itzy. oh wow. that's a sh- glowing I'm endorsement. Tell them that. 
<laughs> I'm going to tell them the that. Knot that you said before. <laughs> it, it's the, it's the most powerful, positive, you know, yeah. healthy. They're yeah. role. They're really great role models. And I. So no, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like it. They they do it in a way that's the most authentic out of everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. None of this I, I, pretending like I'm I'm from the hood, but there is no hood <laughs> in Korea. Like, I I get it. Like you know, for some kids, they want to feel like they're like that legit, you know, gangsta, but they don't know. Okay, I'll stop. Sorry. All right. Anyways, <laughs> save that for a K-pop chat in the future. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a good Twitter. K-pop chat topic. Okay. So, yeah. so signing off. Uh, let our <laughs> listeners know where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, lie, plug it up. Where can people find you? Hey guys, you could stop. No, don't stop me. Uh, you could all of your facts. <laughs> yeah, all, swipe, all swipe. of my future swipe, facts. Swipe. Don't swipe on me, please. Uh, uh, you could you could uh, go in for the ride and follow me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Live Francis. Uh, that's L A I F R N C S. Uh, Live Francis L A I F R N C S. And in terms of things that are coming up, actually, there's nothing coming up. There's actually a couple of interviews coming up by the time that this is yeah, out. Just but Google by the time the- best interview, and you'll find Live. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Actually, by the time this is out, um, you should watch my interview with Itzy. Uh, it's go- it's a 30 minute special with Itzy talking for enemy and we're diving into the concept of this mm. album as well as their challenges making this album as well there are probably going to be some extended cuts that i will be posting on my social media accounts personally Ooh, because yeah. we had to be edited down to 30 minutes from a 50 minute interview oh, so wow. um, you will be able to see some conglish mm. dialect between me and the group okay. so be on the lookout for that and yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. <laughs> and thank you for listening and listening to my voice just ramble on about Girl Group. No, we love it. Girl Group yeah, insights. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can find <laughs> me you. on Twitter at sparker2. I'm at Michaela JK Pop on Twitter. And I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And you can reach all of us at the K Pop Cast on Twitter. Lie, is there any special, semi exclusive insight? experiences stuff that you're not gonna that's not gonna be on the 30 minute interview and it's not gonna be on your social media that you can share with us that just didn't make any of those things oh yeah I think within so (laughs) I I just really like how youthful Yuna is I will Uh say that I just want to give her a shout out because once the camera turned on like obviously the team was still setting up no none of the none of the members were on but um but when once the team member, uh, like once, you know, someone from their team was like helping to set up the camera and stuff, um, all of a sudden, you know, I was saying hellos and all of a sudden you hear Yuna running through to the camera and she's like eating something, but she's like, and I'm like, oh, hey. And then all of a sudden, like Yeji, they, she goes off the cam and then Yeji comes in frame and then Cheryon comes in frame and they're just like, <gasps> so it's nice <laughs> it's really nice to see them again they're really sweet girls like i think it's so hard not to love itsy yeah you know? yeah they 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 have so much uh youthful energy um uh, so and i i think i think one thing that might that didn't make it into the final cut was chaeryoung and i had a moment where we talked about girls generation mm. and how much we were like both fans of it because i asked them what their music inspirations were and um, they were they were like kind of shy to talk about it 
and uh, I, I legit right off the bat said in Korean like I know you're gonna say girl's generation right and she was like <laughs> yeah and like her face lit up her face lit up and I was like yeah well I'm a so one too so uh, and everyone was like like it was like wholesome moment type and everyone's like just fangirling mm. over girl's generation um, and then yeah so there, there was that it was it was nice it was nice seeing that and uh uh, so I told them like the reason why I wanted to start uh, writing about K-pop in, in my career was because uh, I discovered Girls' Generation like a, over a decade ago, and I used that as my I used them as my um, subject on my Tumblr of like Girls' Generation <laughs> Tumblr accounts of just yeah. blogging and reblogging. Mm-hmm. So there was that moment, um, and everyone was like, "Yo, that's cool," and I was like, "Thanks, guys. I don't think I was supposed <laughs> to say that, but cool." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so and that's that the moment. thing about Itzy's Itzy's interviews is like, yeah, you can talk to them in Korean, but I, the, all of them have like a good understanding yeah. of English. Like yeah. that Hello eighty two video was all in English. Like yes. it, was, it was clear that they were made, like reading certain things from a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that was the funny part. Uh, you'll see it in the interview too. Uh, you could tell mm. they were getting translations in real time. Like a teleprompter was, yeah. you know, sometimes like, like any follow ups and things that I was saying, they were they were getting it in real time. And there's something on the screen on the top. Um, but it was it was they get a grasp of what you're saying. Like their English has improved so much. It's really it's it's surprising what a year and a half can do. And they did it with you know their e- EP right. They they released that earlier this year. Uh, and then now that they're doing like all these Hello 82 videos in English um, yeah. and the whole interview is in English well, what I did with them and they were so comfortable using Konglish throughout so it was funny because when I sent it to the team I like wrote down notes like hey just so you know this is in Korean uh, I could translate it for you this mark this is what because like at one point Leo was describing um, uh, like the 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 album that like this this song loco is not about the feeling of getting dugun dugun and all that stuff <laughs> and so I had to explain that to the editors like gosh just so you know like there's some slang in here that you need to know about um, so yeah I, I think I it's really really nice to have a group that's just very comfortable with being themselves than not just like scripted you know like sure there's a script but those are like just main pointers for them to just art have them be well more articulated so yeah yeah also i love interviewing them they're great yeah girls generation paved the way and uh yuna just has a talent <laughs> as an a for her pores okay um well, Read the thing, Peter. so last, last line here and if you enjoy critical thinking aspects of our podcast and want to dive into some controversial issues and hard conversations in k-pop Come join us in the K-Pop Cast Slack. You can find the link in the description of this episode. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share online. Yeah. Yay. And we've got a newsletter Bye. as well. Also in the wow. link in the description. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 <laughs> Yay. Yay. We love having Ooh. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. We love you. Sarangi. Sarangi. I feel like I need to be doing like all those stupid like yeah. you know like finger heart <laughs> right. things yeah. like, that they always do God, at the camera. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Also, speaking of growth, like I also I now think alcohol free is daybug. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> wow. Are we are you doing an episode on the feels? By the way. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess it depends on what we feel like doing next week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe seal. Did, mm. do, are we feeling uh, uh, No. <laughs> Peter's enough. Really, Peter? Oh. I love CL, but it's just like, I love HWA, right? Or HWA mm-hmm. plus, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But these last two ones, it's like, man, girl, you, mm-hmm. you spent too much money on these two mm-hmm. songs. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell she put a lot of production value into it, and it's just like, uh, but nobody you told vet her, the song like, better more. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they like they they obviously mean a lot and something to her personally, but it's just like commercially you gotta do something different. So, mm-hmm. okay, well that answers my question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, to be fair, it, it's it's also like a pre-release single. We still haven't heard all of it yet. She looks really Alpha. good though. Hey, uh, like her that looks, counts for something that, that she's serving. Yeah. She looks really good, but mm, but it's just like the song great. is just yeah. Okay, like, I don't know if my standards change. Like when I think back into like two eighty one days, I, I think of like yeah. you know, like boy, I don't care, and or uh, I, what are, what are, I mean, like you <laughs> know, the care. original album, Fire. right? Like I don't care, and yeah, like those those weren't like you know compositional masterpieces or anything, but. Maybe it's just I'm looking at back at them with like rosy colored glasses of nostalgia glasses. that I mm-hmm. think of them differently. And like maybe mm-hmm. even the, the current songs that she's delivering are, are better than those past songs, but it's just like I can't, I, I just know. don't respond to them in some way. Yeah. All right. I'm going to mm-hmm. head out, y'all. Nice. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. She's, a, she's in the lights are out. She's yeah. got to. <laughs> <laughs>